How's it going everyone? Wayne the Unknown here, and welcome to another episode of Cosplay Con Talk, where we basically discuss everything pertaining to the cosplay community and conventions. We are doing another segment on Get to Know That Cosplayer, and tonight's featured guest is I Iro Senpai. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Another nice cold night here in Washington, and just hanging out. <laughs> I've heard it's pretty cold up there. It's 50 degrees, the snow has melted, no really ice to be seen at least, so we're good. <laughs> so, as always with every new guest, uh, the first question I always ask is, how long have you been cosplaying for? I have been a cos for 11 years now, so I started near the middle of 2009, in April, pretty much. <laughs> That's a uh, really long time. Um... Do you remember what your first cosplay was? My first cosplay was Deidara from Naruto, and there used to be an anime store. They had all the stuff for it. So I managed to get an actually waterproof Acosta robe, so I could still use it to this day in case it rained. Except it has no hood, but I can still use it. <laughs> now, Deidara, he's the one with the blonde hair with the one hair over his eye, right? Yes. And the, uh... The and the, mouth... and the way that I did it was really funny because I didn't have, I didn't do wigs back then. I didn't know about them as much. <laughs> so I bleached my entire hair out to like <laughs> yellow on April Fool's Day. And I come to school the next few days and they're like, oh my gosh, what's your hair? And I'm like, ah, oh, don't worry about it. And then when the con does come up, I accidentally go to school and cosplay. <laughs> So here I am, all my bags ready to pack, all the stuff I need for being at my friend's house, because they were the ones driving us, and yeah, here I am, this costume. Oh no. But it got me most unique when I graduated high school, so well, that's it good. wasn't a bad thing. At least you got that. Um, What was your very first con that you went to? SakuraCon 2009. And that's up in Washington, right? Yep, down in Seattle, Washington. Uh, at the time, it was one of the biggest anime conventions in our area, because I know Fanime had some pretty big numbers at that time, too. And what was it like going to SakuraCon for the first time? SakuraCon at first was overwhelming, because I never had... That was my very event like i didn't know where to go what to do all that stuff do i stay with my friends do i check everything on my own and in the end i actually discovered oh i can do whatever i want it's just i would my adult has to be there because i would six time but they have to be, just be on property so i got an autograph from uh darren Dimske from Fullmetal alchemist todd habercorn walked by our line and signed all our manga books and other things leaving <laughs> and i got to see my first concert of like kind of a cool band and i still keep in contact with the ex-drummer of it so it's really cool nice very very nice um now as i always ask um other cosplayers when they go to their first con when they went to the you know going to the first con is soccer con uh con you would recommend for people who are considering going to their first con in that yes, area I would ask. yeah in seattle area it is one of the simpler conventions even though it's 
huge. It's still pretty well known, and they get some pretty high-profile guests. Like, I think it would, it doesn't cost anything for autographs. Last I remember, I have been 12. But when I went in 2012, I didn't, I discovered the autograph. It's like, I don't know if they were adapting it, changing it, but I just had fun going, doing panels, photo shoots, all that stuff. Very nice, very nice. Um, How many days is uh, SakuraCon? Something I forgot to ask previous people who've gone. SakuraCon is usually Easter weekend for three days. So you got the Friday, you got the Saturday, you got the Easter Sunday, which notoriously it has been known to have like a German one on Sunday, but they have since stopped that since I think 2010. But that would because their bylaws have, don't allow it. So pretty much you could do whatever you want. There's usually a Jesus cosplayer walking around on a Sunday. Got you, got you. Now, how many cons have you uh, been to since you started cosplaying back in 2009? Let's see. Counting up all the things on my wall. I, well, okay. To put it simply, I've been to Emerald City for eight years straight. Yeah, since 2011. At least eight years straight. And Sakura Con on and off. And I've been working at Everfree. I've worked at Zombie Convention. So about... I would say 20 or more cons. Oh, that's a lot. And you said you said you uh, worked at some cons to a staff? Yes, I have been a volunteer at ZombieCon when it was in Seattle. It's a short-lived zombie convention. In, uh, it, first it was in Seattle, then it was in SeaTac. And my, me and my people volunteered the second year of it. So I was 18 when I first volunteered at a convention, and it was at 18 only volunteer staff so it was really nice nice that's that's pretty cool um so uh what would you say some of your favorite cosplays have been my favorite cosplays right now and all the stuff i have are my mimikyu my non-non like both of them because i have two versions of her in my closet and my yuna from final fantasy 10 the wedding dress Oh, nice. From when she marries, uh, when she's forced to marry Maester Seymour. Yep. And it has over a hundred feathers on it, so... <laughs> Did you make that dress? No, I didn't make the dress. I just altered some clothes and some fabric, added lace. I made, and I even made her prop, which was a lot of help for because It was really, really fun, because I found a way to make it, like, break apart and not break it so i was like oh that's cool oh her uh for my suitcase at the time oh her <laughs> summoning staff yeah now um what uh so you said you had a friend help you make that what materials did you guys use to make for yuna's uh summoning staff we use foam clay use cardboard pvc pipe and also in home depot they have like not plumbing bits but the sprinkler head things that you can connect to oh, and we found nice. some that fits pvc pipe they cost about the same and you just connect it all together and that's how i have the top of this just the topper unscrewed and screwed on it you need for storage nice nice and uh Mimikyu, that's the pokemon right uh, yep that's the latest pokemon nice and 
uh, before we started this, you said that uh, you had made that by yourself? Yes, I made that in 2017? Yeah, about 2017, 2016, in the middle of a move. <laughs> so, as I was moving, I'm okay, I still want to go to Emerald City Comic Con, I still want my hobby. I'm not going to stop. <laughs> so I had a sewing machine finally. I, so I just went at it. I started it. And in the end, it turned into that. And the ear, it looks handmade because the Pokemon's handmade, But it was really cool because I had so many remnants left over of that fabric. I made another top later for my cosplay daughter. So she loves it. Nice. And how long did it take you to make uh, Mimikyu? Mimikyu took me, because I was, at the time, working, too. I work it till midnight, usually, so it's like, oh my gosh, do you want to work at night? Yes, I work at night. Um, <laughs> took me about two months, because I was just doing things on and off, buying fabric, doing that stuff, moving, lots of things going. <laughs> oh, wow. And um, just for those who are listening or watching this, that is the thumbnail I'm using, is uh, your Mimikyu. Thank you again for giving me permission, of course. Um, oh yeah, no problem. How long did it take to do the makeup? Because if I'm not mistaken, in the photo that you uh, submitted for this, you uh, had makeup for your Mimikyu? My Mimikyu is actually a fun story with the makeup. Um, the first test I did for it, I just did solid black around my eyes and did like the wiggly mouth and everything. And I spared the Right out of my mother, like, she said she was having nightmares. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that means I changed that up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so I changed it to more of, a, like, a raccoon smoky eye. And then for the mouth, I did my black, the black lipstick. I did the squigglies. I put the cheeks on there. And so it looked like the Pokemon. And it was so much easier than just doing all water. Because, yeah, I'm using water-based makeup for most of that. The lips and the teeth, but the eyes. I use eye shadow to learn like how to do smoky eyes for it. Very nice. Um, now with you making your own cosplays, have you ever made cosplays for other people? Not yet. I mean, I want to. I just, I have a ton of fabric. I just need to get literally. I can just base something off a t-shirt a person has, and then I could just build it from. It's actually pretty incredible. Very nice. Um, I guess, um, now, I was told that in, uh, near Washington, there is a smaller con that's kind of like, um, soccer con, it's called AkiCon. Have you ever been to that con before? No, I haven't. I've been meaning to go, but with everything going on, like, I've actually kept in contact with people who is working on it now that, bam, it's like, I was considering going, and then the virus happened, and I'm like, right, I can't go. Yeah, I know that. I know with COVID, a lot of uh, events have been canceled and everything, especially cons. Um, do you have any uh, updating um, updated con uh, cosplays you plan on bringing back once COVID is over with, and people can't when, go back to cons? When I can go back to conventions, I actually said to myself, "Okay, where's the list of costumes I've been wanting to work on?" And I'm like, "Okay, I need to fix one of my non-non costumes." because I have to finish the coloring on it, but otherwise it fits now, finally. And it's just altered clothing. Um, my my Grogu is done, and I always post makeup tests of what I've been working on. Nice, nice. I want to I wanna wear Yuna again, obviously. 
is because I have a beautiful one. And now I've seen some of your makeup work that you've shared. And I, I saw one of them was, if I'm not mistaken, was Pink Diamond from Steven Universe. That costume is also hand. And I learned how to do a lot of, I learned body for that costume. And nice. And now um, for those who want to get into body paint for in their cosplays, do you have any advice or tips you like to share? I would say when you start off with body paint, you're un how good it will look like when I first did Pink Diamond I, that year I did a layer of white makeup first and then I sprayed it down with setting spray so that way it doesn't transfer and then you put the paint over it yes it's an extra step but sometimes it helps because you don't want to just oh I don't want to stain my skin I use water-based makeup for that all right and what uh body paint makeup would you recommend for those who are on a budget Mayron, actually. Uh, it's usually sold on Amazon, like the small ones, like the, they say one ounce, I think, 0.5 ounce, and they're pretty affordable. I mean, they're water-based, they're easy to use. If you're really on a budget, go to Michael's, if you have any coupons, or Joanne's, especially coupons, <laughs> you get snags, and yeah, it kind of sucks and everything, but you just set down the powder and you're fine. The blues for that, though, they crack so bad friend so you use other <laughs> got you got you um have you ever had like any of your cosplayers because i know it's happened to some cosplayers has any of your cosplays ever like you know when you're going to a convention or you're just getting ready to get into the cosplay says like has anything ever ripped fallen off torn or just something just did not go the way you had planned oh boy um well i have one for, one for my mother uh my mom cosplays a dollar doctor who and we went to anglicon and she gets out of the car and one of the and one of the balls falls off oh my no mom when it falls fell, fell off and my it's a conversation between me and her usually like the joking of that <laughs> so i'm like oh crud okay we need to find a uh called the the fixing room like the first aid fixing room and she's like what's that and I know of it because I've been cons too long, you know? <laughs> so we fixed it, and then I told the people, like, so what do you need? Hot glue. My mom's ball, fall, that ball fell off. They look at her, and they're like, oh, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's good. No, I think I have to say uh, conventions that have a cosplay repair station are going to be your best friend by far. Mm -hmm. Like, I know that uh, Everfree has one. Renton City Comic Con has one. Uh, Emerald City has one in off, so it helps a ton. Like, that's where I got Spirit Gum to actually help me out nice. before I bought my own. And now, what were those other two cons you said before Soccer Con? There's Renton City Comic Con, which is called Ren Con, and now they're called King Con. Con. Meh. Yeah, their history of naming is weird, but <laughs> I have done panels there, and I've helped out, and it's a really fun one pretty simple i skipped a year to get married and then i went back the next to be a speaker and so uh, and actually start doing panels you know nice and on the topic uh what was it like doing your first panel for a con neuroproxing actually because i it's my panel is called how to be confident in cosplay and I usually adapt it to the character i'm dressed up as so one year i did it as frothy that was for jet city comic show down in tacoma and then the one for Rencon, 
I did did that as Umaru thing because that was what I because I wasn't feeling good that day. So I'm like, I just will cosplay and I just cloak. I had my cloak already. You know, let's do this. Nice, nice. Um, again, any advice for those who you know, if they ever like, how do you uh, come about getting a panel for a con? The website usually has something on there, like a form. So when you go on their drop down mention, they're like, volunteer with us, panel or something. Usually I click volunteer because that's actually the easiest way to get free tickets to go to a con. They give you a shift and then whatever after you're done with your shift. So with me, it was more like, okay, I want to do a panel because I learned some cons do a free batch for that. So I got to, I looked at the menu, filled one out, filled out the application and everything, and went from there. Hopefully this whatever free, but them being helpful, the convention will come back. I want to do another confidence cosplay panel, but I'm going to do a character as a different character, so do it more to the My Little Pony fan. Nice. That's. I think that's actually... And what did you say your panel was called again? Well, for most of the time, it's taught how to be confident in cosplay. But when I hope, if I hopefully can do this at Everfree, it's going to be called Confident Cosplay with Cozy Glow. Nice. And what is um what is your panel about exactly? Pretty much tips and tricks on how to start cosplay. Don't let people get you down about your costumes if they're bad. At, like my first one, obviously horrible. But you know, people still like me. I was happy. <laughs> well, that's and, that's really good. That's a really good thing. Yeah. Now it just goes over all that stuff, and then if I have to tailor it to COVID guidelines, other guidelines, I can really do that because I I've, I've worked with power so often that I just know how to make adapt every point. Nice, nice. Um, I'm trying to think. Now, when you go to cons, you know, before COVID. Uh, do you ever get like recognized like when people see you they'll they'll recognize you and the character you're cosplaying as that happened at um emerald city one year i was dressed up as jubilee i dressed up as the new movie version of her so the big round earrings i got my ears re-pierced and everything i had the goggles i had like eight colors you name it you know very nice uh, and one of my friends, all I hear is my name that's being screamed, and then all of a sudden, hugs, like, poof, hugs. And um, it was my friend who was dressed up as Death. The female Death, the one that Death loves. And I'm like, I recognize her because she used to go to conventions in Olympia where I went. So it was really, really cool to see her. And she's like, oh my god, I miss you so much. And she's younger than me. Like, at this time, I'm about in twenty. And she still, and she started cosplaying at like fourteen, but really didn't get big. <laughs> nice, that's nice. Um, let's see here. Um, trying to think of another one to ask. Actually, I have that at the tip of my tongue. I'll probably come back to that. Um, actually, I remember now. Uh, what was the hardest cosplay you've ever ma had to make by yourself? Like you had no help, you had to do it all by yourself. My hardest cosplay by myself had to be Dormammu from Doctor Strange. Like, I wanted something at first, like a giant ball game. 
big like in the movie because I did this based off the movie version, not the Ghost Rider. So I'm like, oh, I giant fog, all that stuff. That did nothing, and I'm like, ah, this turned into a mullet skirt or whatever they're called, or like the high lows. I did, and it took a lot. I worked with stretchy fabric for the second time, but they were more sleek, and I had to be careful. And I'm like, this is horrible. <laughs> but I managed to make it. It looks good. I did body painting for it, and I want to get like leather gloves again for it because it looks so cool with it. And I did more. I did so much for that costume. I love it. Nice. Now, is there one cosplay that you've not done in so long that, you know, if given the chance, would you bring it back? I want to bring back my Prime cosplay from The World Ends With You. I wore that, I believe, in 2011. Yeah, 2011, I wore that. Because I was, okay, I've been playing The World Ends With You, let's make this costume. And I started transfers back then, so I made different patterns and all that stuff So emergency. Well, the pictures never came back to me, and I'm, well, crud, okay. So, if I get the chance, I'm going to bring that one back, depending on weather, because I love that game, and I still haven't bought it for the Switch. I have it on my DS, though. Hmm. Um, uh, well, uh, same topic for that. Uh, do you have a uh, least favorite cosplay that, you know, you've, like, you've done it once, and you would never want to do it again? I'm not bringing back uh, X-23. I've seen so many other cosplayers that do it justice that even for me, I'm like, you know, I could probably do like a more goofy version of her, but I'm not going to do like the can cosplay. You know, like I have the claws. I have the, I altered the wig so I can't obviously do the wig again. So it's like, if I ever bring, if I ever wanted to bring it back, I really couldn't because I've altered all the stuff again and all the stuff that i was getting is i use it for everything else <laughs> i know I, i've seen like a lot of people uh you know even before you know x23 was introduced in logan i've seen a lot of people uh cosplay as her and everything so i i can understand why you wouldn't want to cosplay her i mean it's you know it's a really well-known character and all that See, that's the thing with me. It's like, I like well-known characters. I really do. But at times, it feels like too much to do a well-known character because you're like, oh, this is going to be easy to make because there's tons of tutorials. But then you see all the other people's ideas and you're like, I don't really think my idea works. It's an imposter syndrome. Now, um, have you ever made uh, your own prompts for your cosplays? I have made about 90% of my own prop points because I say 90% because the other 10% I bought were 3D printed stuff. So until mine gets all fixed up, then I'm probably not going to use it. But I have made Nina's staff. I have Amy Rose's hammer, which is now Harley Quinn's hammer if I ever decide to cosplay that. I have, uh, what else? I have made little prop macaroons snacks for my Grogu cosplay. I, I've adapted my skills to be like foam and everything else now because it's so much fun to play with it. 
Nice, nice. And again, um, any advice for those, you know, who are wanting to get into prop making? What's like the best advice you can give for someone who's, you know, doesn't have a whole lot of money, doesn't have a whole lot of material, but wants to at least try to make their first prop for a cosplay? I would suggest going to Goodwill, actually. Goodwill has a lot of stuff that, like, their fabric to cover up your, like, if you want to make a giant hammer, I use fabric cover on up and it worked just fine. PVC pipe, really affordable. Uh, plastic glue over at Games Workshop is a whole lot better on PVC pipe than you think. <laughs> nice. Very. So you don't have to get like the really stinky cement type glue like at Home Depot. No, you can go to, uh, what was it? Games Workshop and yeah, they're a bit pricey, but that's a general, but those last also forever. That's what I used on Yuna staff for her topper after I used foam clay on it and everything else because foam clay sticks to everything except, you know, you. So we got about five minutes left here. Are there any stories you'd like to share about any experiences of your of your cosplays or going to conventions, whether it be good, bad, or funny, or anything like that? When I went to let's see, PAX in PAX Penny Arcade Expo in 2017, I was dressed up in May from Overwatch, like the casual outfit. So here I am. And it's like, okay, there's a photo shoot at this time. And I'm like, okay, cool, no big deal. So I go to it, I meet some new friends. Like, I meet a lot of cool new people. And we discover later that the photo shoot was separated because they said it one, t like, one group went somewhere else and I went to the other group. And at our group, we had Momo Kun cosplay, which was so cool because I finally got to meet her. And she put me on her page, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's awesome! <laughs> now, what was it, uh, sorry, continue. And that was a, a fun experience for me. Nice. Um, what was it like meeting Momokun? I know she's like a well-known uh, well cosplayer. Meeting Momokun was really, really fun. She's down to earth, she's awesome, her costumes are beautiful like i know some of them are commissioned and some she actually works on the props herself and i'm like she went she's the most beautiful maid cosplayer i've ever seen i love her so much yeah i know i've seen a few of her cosplays on uh, instagram and they're they're really well they're really well done oh yeah like her and i've actually messaged her because she did android 21 mods in form which i'm making and i asked her how did you make the tail and she told me and so I made my own tail in a similar way. Nice. Now, um, how long did it take you to make, you know, to make, like, accessories and props for your uh, cosplays? It depends on the character. Like, some characters don't take a long time because they're just PVC pipe and cardboard. And which isn't really a big deal. It was really easy. So I have, like, Yoko's gun hanging out in my office I have to repair, but it was really easy. From Gurren Logan. <laughs> and then some props, they take... I was debating whether to do Eunice staff, honestly, because I was doing this for a convention then in Canada, and I'm like, okay, what is Border Patrol going to think? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> because you're seeing the staff in the back. But it's like, you know, I can always put it in the trunk. So, I made it, and I like it. 
And then I had to edit it again recently because I wanted to have it actually fit in my suitcase for real. So I just cut it in two again and I did that. Nice. We got about a minute to, to go. So usually around this time, I'll ask, you know, um, do you have any advice in general for those out there who are wanting to get into cosplay or starting to, uh, you know, cosplay or wanted to go to their first convention? Any uh, advice you'd like to share real quick? For a new cosplayer, let's... I would say don't worry about the quality of your first costume. We all start somewhere and don't discourage. Find something that you like, pants. Like, go to a panel that says, oh, it's a Kigu party. You can wear a giant Kigu and have fun and play games. Those are some of the best ones you can go to. Or go to the maid cafe if you have some money, because usually they'll give you lunch for that day. And I've worked in a maid cafe. It is so fun. <laughs> and, but overall, have fun. If you're under the age, like I think under 17, I think it was, down here in Washington, make sure your person's on the premises. Heck, they can even join you in the game room and play video games. That's what I did my first year. It was so much fun. Like, my friends went out and did photo shoots, and I was like, oh, I don't want to do a photo shoot. I want to play with my guardian. <laughs> it was really, really fun. Nice. Uh, again, thank you, Ero Senpai, for being my fourth featured guest on Cosplay Contacts. Get to know that cosplayer. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Until next time, everyone, you know, again, thank you for listening. And also, as always, until next time, thanks for watching.